0: Welcome to Career Caffeine, the weekly podcast for women who feel stuck, burned out, overwhelmed, or just need a little boost of inspiration in their careers. I'm your host, Angela. I'm a professional career mindset coach, corporate dropout, and dog lover. Every Wednesday, I'll release a brand new episode and invite you to grab a cup of coffee or your favorite bevy of choice and listen in where I'll share a little career wisdom, inspiration, advice, and real talk from my own career experiences as a district manager for more than 20 years working for world-class retail brands and as a career mindset coach where I help women just like you who are on the career hamster wheel and are looking for a change. I'll have topics that are like the coffee chats that you have with your work bestie when you need someone to talk to, and I'll have some occasional guests who will also offer tips and strategies to help you to get unstuck so that you can begin to move forward with your goals, dreams, and career aspirations. If you're interested in learning more about coaching and how I can help you to achieve your career goals, check out my website, angelanightcoaching.com, or drop me an email at Angela at and follow me here on the Career Caffeine podcast for free on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere your favorite podcasts are found. Welcome to episode number 10, five steps to escape the golden handcuffs and finally quit your soul sucking job for good. I'm your host and career mindset coach Angela. Let's get started. If you've ever thought to yourself, I really wish that I could quit my job, but I just don't think I could make the same money somewhere else. Well, my friend, this episode is for you. Today, we're going to talk about the golden handcuffs. Ah, yes, those pesky little things that keep us from quitting our corporate jobs, even though we really want to and we daydream about it all the time. You know, that job that pays the bills but leaves you emotionally bankrupt. The one where you're stuck in a soul-sucking cycle of nine-to-five misery. Yeah, those handcuffs. But don't worry, there is hope. On today's episode, I'm going to share with you five steps on how to escape those golden handcuffs and finally get out of that soul-sucking job that you have for good. First of all, for those of you that are listening and you might be wondering exactly what are golden handcuffs, I'm going to go ahead and share a quick rundown with you of some of the most common types of golden handcuffs. Some examples of a golden handcuffs are your salary or a higher salary than average market range, company cars, tuition reimbursement, forgivable mortgages, stock options, sign-on bonuses, performance bonuses, annual bonuses, 401k, health insurance, memberships to clubs, you know etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Golden handcuffs, also have terms and conditions too. So a lot of times employees can only receive their benefits after they've been fully vested over a certain period of time. And once those conditions have been met, otherwise they could potentially risk losing all of those benefits in a pretty significant portion of your overall pay. Those types of benefits, also known as golden handcuffs, have been around for a long time. And honestly, employers are really smart about it because it's a great way to retain top talent and keep people around for a while. And especially nowadays, with talent being challenging to find and there's a little bit of a talent war going on to retain uh, great employees. The other thing that we have is what we call plastic handcuffs. And those are the handcuffs that we put on ourselves. Those are also known as our credit cards or some of our debt that we take on. They also force people, you know, like us to stay at jobs that we don't like. But something that I'll share with you, uh, something interesting that Gallup Poll found is that when people are making anywhere on average between sixty-five dollars and $95,000 a year, it's pretty optimal for people's emotional well-being and that an income of 105,000 a year gives the highest sense of how they evaluate their own life and their own well-being. And when they say emotional well-being, it's really referring to somebody's ability to handle positive and negative situations without it affecting their overall lives one way or another. It has to do with how you think about or perceive experiences, you know, also when you reflect back on your life and your accomplishments. I don't know about you, but I don't know of anyone that gets toward the end of their life or when they're at the end of life and wishing, man, I wish I would have spent more time at work or wishing that they had their laptop to cuddle instead of a friend or a family member or a loved one. But, you know, hey, I get it. You know, thinking about leaving your job to pursue another one, you know, it can be really scary, especially if it means giving up the stability of your high salary and the benefits that comes along with it. It might even be scarier if you have a family or other people who are depending on your income. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. What I'm saying, though, is it is possible. That brings me to step number one, getting in the right mindset. What is this change really worth to you? So, Let me ask you to think about it in another way. What I really want you to think about is your ideal career and lifestyle. And what would that look like? What are those details? Would it include a more flexible schedule? A better location? Maybe a flex or a hybrid working environment? Would you be working with a team or by yourself? Would you have an increase or a decrease in responsibility? Who would you be working with or for? Would you be working for a company or would you be an entrepreneur? Would it be aligned with your purpose, passion, and values? More freedom? What would you gain from that? What would be the physical health benefits? What would be the mental health benefits? How would it benefit your relationships? All those things to take into consideration. And if you thought about that for a minute and you knew that that exact perfect dreamy career or lifestyle that is important for you or you just thought about was available and if it was for sale what would you be willing to pay for it when it comes right down to it we're exchanging our energy every day for time and money money itself when you think about it is just paper it's commodities and in fact its value changes over time Think about the cost of your house and the fluctuation that that's had over time, your car, anything that you collect, artwork, currency, the stock market, everything changes value over time. What's important for you to consider here is what value do you put on your time and your happiness and your fulfillment and how will that change over time? Now we know that Money doesn't buy happiness, but it sure can make life a lot more comfortable. And when there's times that you need to make some, you know, take some time off of work for, you know, personal reasons or spending time with your family or taking a vacation, those things are all important. But how much is enough? You're trading your time for money, but what is your time worth per hour, per year? Think about it this way, uh, just for easy math, let's say you're making a $100,000 salary a year and you divide that across a 50-hour work week and you're also probably working on vacations and you're probably putting in some time on the weekend and you're probably working some extra projects with a coworker. So when you take all of that time and then you divide that by the number of hours that you actually put in, including those hours that you're scrolling through email and responding to those or answering phone calls. What is your hourly rate become then? Probably a little more uh, shocking than you'd like to think. Even, uh, you know, a lower salary at a more predictable 40 hour a week job that might increase your hourly wage rate. And if you chose to put in that extra time that you saved into maybe a side hustle or something you enjoy doing or consulting work, you might even be able to increase your take home pay even more. Consider how you might increase your hourly worth, whether it's cutting back your time that you're spending in your current job or investing in potentially looking for another one. So then the question really becomes is it actually about the money or is it something else? One of the main mind sh- mindset shifts that comes up when you're making a career change is the fear of lifestyle changes. Will you be able to afford the same lifestyle on a lower salary? Possibly. It might mean making some adjustments like maybe downsizing your living space or not eating out as much or taking fewer vacations, but They might be minor inconveniences compared to the benefits of pursuing your dream job and doing what you love. So now that we've talked about some of those mindset shifts that come up when you're making a career change, it's time to talk about step number two, doing your research. Doing your research and figuring out what you want to do next could be one of the most important parts of the job seeking process. What are your interests? What are your skills? What kind of a job would make you happy? And once you've got a pretty good idea of that and what you're going to be looking for, then you can start researching companies and positions that align with your goals. Another common fear, of course, is taking a pay cut. So don't assume that you'll have to take a pay cut. When you're doing your research, find out what the actual salary is for a position in the field you can do research on a lot of different websites like Glassdoor, Indeed, and others. And that's also going to give you a better idea of what you can expect financially. You know, in fact, you might even be able to negotiate or to increase and even uh, maybe have a lateral move with your current salary and benefits depending on the type of career change that you that you're looking for. So again, that's something that you can overcome. being strategic about your next move. If you're willing to take a job that's just slightly below your current pay grade, you can even consider negotiating a higher salary once you've worked there for a little while. And don't forget, there may be other benefits that come along with a new job too, like increase of your number of vacation days, you might have better health insurance, you might have a shorter commute time, which could save you on gas. You may be able to work from home, which could save you on fuel, that could save you on childcare expenses, a wardrobe, all of those things to, that you can take into consideration can potentially offset a lower salary. There might also be resources that you might not be thinking of. You'll also want to talk to your financial advisor, your tax preparer, or uh, your professional that you go to for guidance or advice. Other options you may have available to you is to take a loan against your 401k. So if you're fully vested in your company's 401k plan, you might be able to take out a loan against those funds. It can provide a little bit of short-term relief for you until you find another job. A severance package could be available to you. If you decide to leave your job, ask for a severance package, and that can help to ease your financial transition period. You might also have assets that you think you can't access or that are restricted, but there may be a way that you could shift some of those funds to an accessible account. Depending on your age, you may even qualify to start collecting Social Security. You can start doing that as early as age 62, and that can help you out. You could do some freelancing or consulting. You might start doing a side hustle on some of the jobs that are aligned with your passion. The point is, there are all kinds of options for you. It just might take a little bit more research and some extra work to do. There's also some, you know, online resources like Upwork, Fiverr, some of those that you can work from home and supplement some of your pay. Step number three is making a plan. So now that you've got a good idea of what you want, and you want what you want to do, it's time to make your plan. So that means figuring out how you're going to transition into your new career. You want to prepare, of course, for the financial transition and have your plan for how you're going to come up for that lost income for the short term. Are you going to quit your job right away and start freelancing or doing consulting? Or are you going to look for a new job while you're keeping your current one? Do you need to go back to school to get further education or additional training or certifications? There's no real right or wrong here, but it is important to have a plan and make sure that you're talking with your partner or spouse about it so there's no surprises and you're aligned on that timeline. It might not happen overnight, but just by having a plan and an end date to focus on, Just knowing that, that there is a plan can help to make some of those soul-sucking days at your current job a little more bearable. Other things you'll want to do as part of your plan is to review your budget, keep track of your spending. You might not need as much as you think you do in order to get by. Look at a plan to cut your monthly expenses, evaluate your needs versus your wants, Invest in making yourself more marketable. You might need to take a class or a certification or potentially start a side hustle. Step number four, of course, is taking action. So after you've done your research, you've made your plan, it's time to put that into action. That might mean doing some networking, getting to know people in your desired industry, updating your resume, actually applying for jobs, you know the drill. The point is that you're in motion and you're taking action on all of that research and all of that that you've done. Step number five, remember, the choice is always yours. Making the decision to leave a high salary job and the benefits behind can be difficult and a little bit scary. And I know that those challenges are real, but they can be overcome. Overcome. I know it because I've done it myself. It wasn't easy and it didn't happen overnight. But if you want to make a change, there is a way that you can escape those golden handcuffs. If you set your mind to it and you want it badly enough, the choice is always yours. That wraps up today's episode. And if you're considering a career change and you would like to talk to somebody about it or need a little bit more support, you can visit my website at angelanightcoaching.com and sign up for a free coffee chat. Thanks for listening and may your cup always be filled with possibilities.